Hello. Hi. Um, this Hello. is this is the second recording of this because the first one decided to mess up. So we're doing this one more time. We're gonna give it a, a, a the good old <coughs> college try, as they say. <laughs> and I hate it. Yeah. Um, so, hello. My name is John Matthews. Um, uh, my, I'm a ma I'm a senior in communication digital media, and my one of my goals is to graduate and get into the, some sort of film editing or or TV station filmography. Hi, my name is Trevor Lawrence. I'm also a senior in communications with a focus in digital media, and my main goal after college is to blow up and act like I don't know. No, no, no. Um, to uh, you know, either get involved in film work or uh, radio. My name is Sydney. I am also a senior in communications, and my goals after graduation are still very much undecided. Mm -hmm. It's okay. We're, <laughs> we're all like that at one point. For real. Um, so we wanted to make this uh, podcast about, like, the safety on campus or around town. Uh, we wanted to like spread awareness about exactly like how how dangerous is a, is the bad is a very intense word. I would say more so just how to take caution, how to be more cautious around um, and to bring awareness of just how it can be. To, and and just to bring up the subject of, of safety mm -hmm. and at, and this could be at ULM and and to know, bring awareness. Yeah, and this could just even extend to like. Uh, like even more colleges. Yeah, it could so, be anybody. This is our personal experience at ULM. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the most <laughs> alarming thing, and I think the thing that everybody has in their minds when they, you know, are here at ULM, is the uh, the stat that was released: uh, the one in thirty-four chances of becoming a victim. Yeah. Um, and I think that really there's is a, a there's a one in thirty chance of. You have a one in thirty chance in Monroe of becoming a victim of a violent crime, mm -hmm. and and then in Louisiana in general, it's a one in one fifty seven chance. Yeah, of and a violent crime. We talked about that in class today. Actually, uh, Monroe is like the most dangerous city, just in, in the country. Yeah. I think it's per capita technically. What does but that like, mean? It's it's based on population. So it's how many crimes happen mm. uh, relative to the size of our town. Because somebody looked it up in class, and it was like we. Were were like one in 30 and then like behind us was like memphis tennessee and they were like mm -hmm. one in like 50 something yeah. so okay it, and, and i think it's just because we're relatively smaller than bigger cities like memphis yeah. or, or chicago or anything like that hello isa do you want to talk about safety <laughs> my, my dog is just freaking out right now because there's new people in my house um but so yeah i think it's just because of the size of monroe that we are technically the number one most dangerous city but, mm -hmm. but it is still an alarming stat to be aware of. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, there's also been, like, multiple other... Uh, not multiple, maybe, like, just a couple more crimes that we wanted to bring up. Um, one of them being... Oh, no, these are just the statistics. Um, this one right here. About, like, mid-February, there was a um, shooting out on Spurgeon Drive, which is like a stone's throw away from campus. That's like right behind the, the Burger King on Desired Street. Um, so that was, that's very scary to um, think about that uh, some guys uh, 
wanted for manslaughter and two accounts of attempted murder. Yeah, and um, it was so close to campus that one of our classmates said that she heard multiple gunshot wounds while sitting in class. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, and there was a, another, there was just another shooting last Saturday, or I guess two Saturdays ago now, um, at uh, Tinseltown. Uh, where one guy got injured, I think he got shot in the ankle, and there was just blood mm-hmm. all on all on the side parking lot of yeah. Tinseltown Saturday night, which is uh, just difficult to think about. Um, and ULM had even like done their the ULM police department had even done like their own uh, like stat tracking for things that happen on campus. And so, while this isn't uh, super up-to-date, um, it still is fairly accurate. It's within, from the span of 2018 to 2020, shows all of the crimes for the uh, that specific year, for that specific crime, how many incidences took place or were reported and were handled by the uh, campus police department. And all the numbers are really good looking uh with the exception of i think it is uh liquor law violations and drug abuse violations Mm -hmm. and that's just a person-to-person basis but if we're talking like uh you know arson or or murder or theft the numbers are uh very low if if I can even say very low, a lot of them are just in the zero range. Like, there's not even a... <laughs> like, I don't think ULM's had an article go out where it is a uh, building is burned down <laughs> yeah, in the no, middle no. of the night. Yeah, no. Um, so, but, you know, we're ULM students, so we wanted to uh, sort of talk about our experiences on campus uh, how how safe we felt while being at you while attending ULM for however many years that may be, mm-hmm. um, and just you know things that a lot of people haven't may not have talked about or seen or anything like that, or just to raise awareness for you know the the faculties and and the the things you have uh, access that you're ex- accessible. <laughs> that are accessible to you. Yeah. Good Lord. Why am I, I stumbling over my words? I think that's the most important thing about this podcast is that we are able to share what is available to people because it's not very no it's not very well known what mm-hmm. is available to us as students. Right. For safety on campus. So I think it's I think it's important that we do this so that we're able to oh sorry, get that out for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so I guess I'll start with uh, how I usually how I feel about campus, how safe it is for me personally. Um, you know, being a guy is uh, usually the biggest difference in how uh, people take how they are, how safe they are whenever they're alone or walking around campus. So personally, um, during the day, I didn't I've never really had too much of a problem with with it. There are times where like on break because I live close to campus and so if I ever need anything I go through campus or I just walk around or something um but there are times whenever we're on break and like it looks like nobody's around um but it can get a little bit stressful when it feels like you're the only one around and there could be somebody um watching you or or just the idea that somebody could be watching you Mm. or somebody could be following you in their car or something um 
that does come to me sometimes. Uh, but it gets even worse at night. There have been times where um, I've had to study because I used to be a biology student about three years ago. Um, I was like up late at night studying in the library, either by myself or with somebody. And um, I would, you know, as soon as as soon as we're done, it's like 2 a.m. and we'd have to get back to our cars. But it's 2 a.m. in the morning, so it's very dark and uh, not many cars are around. And so you don't know what could happen to you. And so that thought comes into your head and it gets, you know, spooky and sketchy. And you don't want to, you just want to get to your car as quick as possible. There was um, another time where <clears throat> uh, I was studying with some girl uh, for biology and she asked me if she if I could walk her to her car and yeah I, I mean obviously I said yes but that's def it was totally understandable it was just probably the first time I've ever done it so it made me aware like oh yeah this actually does happen and I need to be more helpful and considerate uh, when it comes to that type of stuff mm -hmm. for me personally um, I don't really feel too unsafe on campus unless I kind of venture off like to the further points of campus I guess but like as long as I'm in like the central area of where like all the classes and buildings are I feel pretty okay but like once I like walk to my car or I get out past like the uh, parking garage I usually like have my keys ready and I'm ready I've got my head on the swivel watching everything in around shanking me. position yeah, so <laughs> I just gotta be ready because you just you never know and like you said, like for women, it's it like the possibility of something happening is so much more high. So like for me, I'm always more aware of my surroundings and I try to be more careful because of that. Um, for me, I during the day, I really don't have a problem um, during the day. I, I'm, I, I'm, I would like to say that I find BLM to be a very safe campus, um, but <laughs> at night, there was one time I, I do I work for the radio station. I'm a volunteer, so I'm on air talent, and I have to, my show uh, ends at about seven o'clock. And so I have to leave uh, from Sandal Hall okay. at about at about six fifty seven. And so by that point, the sun's down, moon's coming out. It's not even like dusk. It is it is night. And so I was walking to my car one day, and I have to park behind Sandal, or not behind Sandal, uh, behind Hemp Hill which is closer towards the edge of campus. So it's a little bit of a walk, not too bad. But I have to, I called John because I want to ask him if he listened to my show, if he had any input or anything. And while I was walking to my car, I was like, hey, stay on the phone with me because I, I felt unsafe. I didn't know exactly what was happening. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to have a person, you know, whether it was digitally or physically, somebody that was there with me. So it would seem like I wasn't alone. And... Uh, during the nighttime at ULM, like if you're on if you're on the inner parts of campus towards the library and things, I think it's I think it's pretty safe. Yeah. I would I would mm -hmm. I would argue that it's pretty safe on the inside of campus. However, when you get to the outsides of campus, I think that's where things start to get a little bit sketchy. And yeah. when when the uh, yeah, because that shooting was not far yeah, off campus, right yeah. off campus. So and and that just is uh, another factor into it. Like. Mm -hmm. There's just a lot of things that happen and, you know, we don't really have control over. And uh, I think that's the scariest part. But um, I will say, though, that uh, I did prep staff and during doing prep staff, uh, we had to learn the ins and outs of ULM. So we had to do a lot about safety 
and a lot about uh, like what to do during these types of situations. And so one of the situations we had to do like a shooter on campus training and we had to learn how to like barricade doors and, and uh, protect ourselves, defend ourselves, things like that. And so it was, it was really helpful in the police department, the on-campus police department was very thorough with their training. Like they know what they're doing. So the, the police department is, you know, very like, they're pretty well, they seem pretty well trained. Oh, absolutely. They are like, I would a hundred percent say that they're well trained and, and uh, hopefully, think, hopefully they're just as responsive. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would argue so. I mean, you, I had talked to you about it. I think I had mentioned it to both of y'all prior about the, uh, the red poles on oh, yeah. campus. And I don't know if a lot of people know, but like those red poles, it, there's a button on them. You can alert the police. It tells the police where oh. your location is. They'll arrive in 15 seconds. Um, and so the cool thing about it is that those red poles, <laughs> if you're standing at one of them, you can see another one with an eye shot, I think wherever you turn most mm -hmm. likely, um, which is a really like cool safety thing to have. Mm -hmm. And the fact of like, if you're running, you can just keep, <laughs> yeah. keep tagging the yeah, yeah. tagging the poles and and just keep going. But yeah. um, there's a lot. I think there's like and things like that. They they tell you like they inform you during prep, but during uh, freshman seminar, I don't really remember them going over safety a bunch. Yeah, and I don't, and I don't remember them going over safety at all. And if anyone listening. Seminar can correct us and say, hey, you're wrong, then like, we'll gladly listen and we'll gladly take that mm -hmm. in strides. But from what I did three years ago, I don't remember seminar going deep into detail about yeah. how to be safe on campus, things to do to make sure you're safe and the uh, things you have accessible to you. Yeah. yeah. See, I didn't, I never even took a freshman seminar because I was a transfer student from tech. And so we had like university seminar over there, but even then, I don't think it even, they, did, they didn't bring up safety that much. They just mentioned like there's some police stations around the place and then they just kind of moved on. It was probably a little bit more than that, but I, I don't remember anything. So um, if even if you were a freshman or a transfer student from tech, from, from a transfer student from anywhere to ULM, um, there are probably other options on figuring out that, inf that info. They might send emails. Um, there's probably some pamphlets around around you'd have to look for them i couldn't tell you where they were mm -hmm. um but yeah there there needs to i think there need to be other ways because i haven't seen anything about i mean i haven't really looked but i haven't seen anything about safety ever since i got here <clears throat> um that that is like advertised mm -hmm. um so I mean, I could maybe argue with that and saying that like the emails that people send out for like courses and things are, uh, you know, say or, or advertising enough. But I think there could be more than just emails. Like, see, there could the be... only emails that I get on safety from are the ones that I pay more attention now to my emails than I ever I have ever. But mm -hmm. the only ones that I notice are like technology safety so like yeah. not opening like a sketchy email emails. or something like that and yeah. so like as far as like physical safety i've never noticed anything which i mean un up until this semester i've never really paid attention too much to my emails mm -hmm. so i mean i i can't say for certain that they don't send them but right and so like i think in to some degree like there could be a um 
there there definitely could be more like talk about how to yeah. be safe on campus if we're in a city that is considered one in well, 30 yeah. of becoming a, a victim yeah. uh in quotes um but like the conversation doesn't need to stop after your orientation or after whenever you first get here mm-hmm. like i think it i think safety needs to be something that is consistently brought up because mm-hmm. like with title nine that is very consistently brought up and i'm very glad that it is being consistently brought up because and it's I a it's a problem every syllabus that you have <laughs> yeah and it's it's a problem it mm-hmm. is is a thing that people stay aware of and make sure that their students know what they have access to mm-hmm. i think we should have the same treatment for you know the police department the ulm safe app uh and things like that and just things on campus and things that you can attend or seminars webinars whatever it may be yeah there are definitely a lot of seminars that you can um, uh, go through to learn a lot of ways to stay safe on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, some other ways that you can stay safe on campus is like what you said earlier. Um, whenever you were heading from the radio station, just keep your phone on handy. Yeah. Um, talk to somebody. It's a good, not only is it a good like distraction to keep you from thinking too much and scaring you, it like calms you down, but it's also, you know, it's like one of the best tools for info in the world mm-hmm. and you can it's just in your pocket just use it um <clears throat> you can download the ulm safe app which what is it you hold down there's so again? the the ulm safe app i'm not a hundred percent sure on on how to do it um but uh i know there are features such as like you can uh give an anonymous tip for like things that are that are problematic or you see that could become a problem uh you can notify like immediately notify ULMPD where you are. And I think you can even ask through that app, you can ask the ULMPD to come. If you're studying late at the library and you live on campus somewhere, you can ask them to uh, escort you back to your dorm, mm-hmm. which I think that's a feature that yeah. definitely needs to be talked about. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It, but also another thing with cell phones, like a lot of people share their location with somebody, mm-hmm. like at least one person. So like, that's another thing about carrying a cell phone. like. If something were to happen and you have your cell phone on you, somebody could be able to track you. Right. Mm-hmm. And make sure that somebody knows your location at most of the time. Yeah. And, yeah. Right. And, that, and yeah, I 100% agree with that. I think there might be something on the ULM Safe app for that. Don't quote me about it, but I think it may be something. Um, but I think it is. Yeah, you know, I I think the ULM Safe app is probably one of the best things that you know you yeah. can do for yourself. Mm-hmm. For uh, if you wanted to be extra safe and extra cautious on campus, the ULM Safe app is always going to be yeah. you know one of the big things that I'll advertise. Yeah, other other ways that you can stay safe on campus is obviously you know be more aware of your surroundings, um, which that's a, that's a given. A given. You like you, <laughs> yeah. you we don't you don't need to go into that very much. Um, buddy system is good if you're ever like studying late at night. You like try try if you have to study late at night. Um, you know by yourself, just try to um, park as close to wherever you're studying as possible. Mm-hmm. Or if you're, but if you can, I would always get a study partner from that class. Or or um, if you if <laughs> I was just gonna say if you're a commuter, um, and you have your parking tag. Uh, you can park, I think it's, I think you can park anywhere after like 7 p.m. Oh, yeah. So, like, 
the best if you're studying in the library you can park like obviously in front of the library but those parking spots are usually just They're absolutely fast. packed yeah so mm -hmm. you can so there's like staff parking in front of sandal that you can park in there's parking by uh the sub near warhawk circle which is just the giant warhawk golden bronze statue mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and places like that like there there's a lot I, mean, I don't even think you need a commuter pass for that because i don't have any pass and uh <laughs> i park wherever but then again i'm piled high with tickets yes. so. so maybe it is a good idea to get a pass and but, also um, to piggyback off the buddy system you could always ask like a cop to walk you to your car uh, if yeah. you felt oh, yeah. safe at night um i know that they do that mm -hmm. they might not be around as much as you'd think though you'd probably yeah. have to like walk all the way to the police station just to get one but you know unless what? they have security guards but i don't know ULM safe app, but also, yeah. but also the uh, ULMPD do regularly like park outside of yeah. the of the library. Mm -hmm. Like I'll be, I'll drive past there at like eleven p.m. Uh, yeah. Whenever you know I'm I'm craving a a honey butter chicken biscuit <laughs> from Whataburger, <laughs> yeah. and then I'll just have to I'll remember that oh there's a police officer there, so I yeah. have to like kind of slow down on the on in my car. But yeah, um, and if you're living on campus, I think this is kind of a given, but. I do remember a instance where I was living in the dorms and I had received an email of people going into other people's rooms and taking their things. Lock your doors. Yeah, like lock your doors is a big thing. Absolutely. I, I think that's kind of just... Uh, car doors, too. Car, oh, yeah, doors, car doors, as well. bedroom doors. Don't leave belongings in your car, especially not in like plain sight. Oh, yeah. If you're going to leave your wallet or something in your car or your purse... Put it like for your computer. Yeah, put it somewhere where it's like not easily seen because then mm -hmm. that'll that definitely would drive up your chances. Yeah. Put your but your like wallet and keys or your wallet in your console or or um I don't know, I guess put your laptop like under your seat yeah. or something like that. But yeah, lock your doors is is a because someone because I've like heard stories of some of people like literally like laying on like someone's back seat where you can't see them when you open the door and then you and then they look up and then they're in your car yeah so that's always been a, i like i like paranoid paranoidingly that's oh i i always no i think paranoidingly par paranoidly paranoidly i always paranoidly <laughs> <laughs> i always have i get paranoia whenever i get in my car and i look back just to make sure there's someone in there isn't someone in it we're talking <laughs> about safety not phonetics yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. um but no, I've had a I've had a friend who actually does who's had that happen to him. Oh where my he was, god! He was filling up at a gas pump, and then oh. all of a sudden a dude was just in the back of his car and he yeah. was just rummaging around trying to find something to take. Yeah, no, I uh -uh. once I had my son, I like switched my settings to where if I open my door, only the front door unlocks. Oh, yeah. Because mm. yeah, I've heard horror stories about that, and my son sits on the opposite side of me. Oh yeah. So oh, I was yeah. like, not happening. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna make sure yeah. he's safe. As yeah. Well. For yeah. sure. For sure. I'm sure there are like extra like precautions you take if you bring your son on campus or anything, right? I don't bring my son on campus. So well, I don't that's care. the biggest precaution possible, <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. I so. mean, I'm sure there are because there are students who do because there's a daycare on campus. Yeah. And so there's there are students who take their kids over there. So I'm sure there's precautions in regards to all of that too. So. Mm -hmm. I would imagine they would they have it very safe. Yeah, where absolutely. The, where the kids I are, would, for sure. I would imagine. I would mm -hmm. hope so. <laughs> Um, but, and also just ask for help. Like, yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. Cause like, I haven't heard of anybody who's used that, uh, the escort or the drop off from the ULMPD to their mm -hmm. car or dorm. 
And or, the I think red, or the red poles. I didn't. Or even the red poles. I didn't yeah, know about the I red poles until we talked about it a couple of days ago. Yeah, I think the same. red poles are more of like a crisis type thing. Yeah. Like if you need somebody, I saw them. Even looked for them. Yeah, so. I, I still don't notice them, and I walk around campus. But a I don't. Bit. I've never noticed them, but I don't look for them there I, either. Yeah. I notice them every single time that I'm on campus. I'm like, hey. Right over there. Um, but like, is it like in plain sight? Yeah, it's like. Wait, free... I think there is one in, like across from the sub, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I um, think I think I have seen one. There's. I'm gonna look. There, mm -hmm. like, uh, <laughs> we need to just go ahead and make a map. Yeah. yeah. Have to say. Things like I'm that. sure there is a map if you but, looked. Oh yeah, but um, but yeah, and I again, I haven't heard anybody like using any of these things that they have. Yeah, but, me and me. Um. So like, don't be afraid to make that call or use use the app and get somebody to come and help you. Because I mean, if you're in a situation where you don't feel safe, make yourself feel safe. Like mm -hmm. it, it, if you, it takes a little bit of uncomfort for you, or discomfort rather, for you to be in a safe environment rather than you being uncomfortable and unsafe, then that I think you would take the lesser of the two evils. Which yeah. one of them mm -hmm. isn't even an evil. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So, well, that about wraps it up. Um, thanks to everybody who listened. Um, if you enjoyed our podcast, please boost our egos subscribe. and tell us subscribe. <laughs> be Share like, this with all your friends. Be like, hi, this was a very good podcast. I will listen again. I'll listen again and tell all my friends about it and make these people money. <laughs> That's okay. the hope. Bye. See y'all.